0: This is the Truth Hurts Program with Steve Z.
1: Wishing you the happiest of holidays. This is the season to be married. This is Steve
2: Z and the Truth Truth Hurts Program.
1: Bubba is 47, a high school dropout with a beer belly, balding and divorced with three kids from two marriages. Shaniqua is 19 has two kids from two different guys, but she has a GED and dreams of being a star someday. These two unidentified subjects live in a mom's basement but look forward to a future double-wide and hoping to finally get that old car off the blocks and down the dirt road. Bob has been working odd jobs from his squatted 1989 pickup truck, and when he's not at county from another weekend of drinking and fighting, he plays harmonica on the corner across from the thrift store. What do these fine people have in common? Well, they don't pay taxes. They're all on some form of government assistance, and they all read White Trash Weekly. White Trash Weekly is the free mini-magazine found at the rack of local discount store, the pawn shop, and of course in that small rack in the front entrance of the welfare office. Each week you'll find a guide to all the garage sales flea markets, pawn shop deals, and lunch counter menus at over seven local soup kitchens. You'll get helpful tips on how to milk a gas pump from all those extra drops of fuel that the last guy left behind. Learn how two people are always better than one when shoplifting, especially when one of them is a decoy, and you'll also learn about all the greatest and latest ways to sneak past security at a local concert. White Trash Weekly is also available online, so you can access it from your Obama phone. White Trash Weekly, moving you into the future.
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the not-yet-award-winning Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. You know, I was toying around with the idea of marketing this program to major conservative media outlets, and I actually sent several samples to a few of the major studios. I won't mention their names. I don't want to embarrass them because if one day, perhaps, someone does pick up this program and I become mildly or wildly successful on air... I don't want to embarrass those networks for saying, ha, ha ha you had your chance, and I told you so. But that's a story for another day. The only problems that they found were not my slight southern accent, not the fact that they said the program was produced in a quote, home-type studio, and not some major broadcasting mecca with some major producer. Their main issue was that I don't advertise. I don't have commercial backing. And that if I did, a lot of those industries would probably have to stop advertising because of some of the controversial topics that only I have the balls to bring you. I was also told that my phrases, such as calling African Americans the 13% hyphenated American minority, could be considered offensive or even racist. But it's only a fact. 13% of the population of this great nation are of African ancestry, African descent, are of the Negroid race. I'm not saying anything racist. I'm not calling them the N-word that rhymes with bigger. Oh, that was another one. One of those guys picked up on that and said, yeah, that might be just skirting the line and some people might take it the wrong way. I don't call Jews kikes. I don't call Latinos beaners or spicks. I don't call blacks the N-word that rhymes with bigger. I will call white folks cracker. I will. I will call them honky. Because even if a white person is offended in these United States of America by anything that anyone calls them, it's tough titty. Nobody cares if whitey gets offended. Because somehow, way, in the sick, twisted minds of the minorities, the progressives, the liberals, the so-called woke, white lives do not matter. White feelings do not matter. That somehow every Caucasian in these United States of America is endowed by their creator with some inalienable white privilege. That just because they are white, they should have to be subjected to persecution, prosecution, and even assault and battery. Because they are white. Because supposedly the white race in this country has it out for every other race. Of course, that's not true. They make it up as they go along. As one producer for a major conservative talk show host program currently on the radio in the middle of the day in many markets told me, quote, man, I only wish that our host had the freedom that you have to say the things that you say to your audience. You are fortunate in that you don't have to worry about a boycott of the product that is advertising on our network. You don't have to worry about people standing outside of some pillow factory in Northern United States protesting because the host of your program said something that might be considered offensive. This producer got a chuckle out of my many parody commercials and said, man, I'd love to be able to use these on the air. And I gave him permission to do so. All I ask is for a little credit, the Steve Z and the Truth Hurts program. But I was told no, because then people would research Steve Z and the Truth Hurts program and they would hear some of the comments that I made outside of those commercial parodies, and they would automatically tie my controversial nature back to the host of their major nationally syndicated talk show program. They got a kick out of it, they thought it was great. But unfortunately, when I pointed out the fact that on a certain brand of dairy product, a butter product, they took the Indian off the package, but we kept the land on the package, How eerily similar that was to what actually happened to the Indians, the feathers, not the dots, the Native American, the indigenous wandering tribes people of this land now known as the United States of America. We took the little Indian princess off the butter package, but we kept the land. That is exactly what happened in the United States when the Americans and their predecessors, the Europeans, conquered in war the Native American Indians on this land now known as the USA. We got rid of the Indians. We kept the land, the trees, the meadows, the forests, the babbling brooks, the lakes, the rivers, the mountains, the prairies. And we shoveled all the Indians right off the package and into the reservation. Those are the kinds of comments that this producer for a major syndicated national conservative radio host told me would likely keep me off the air. My mother said when I was a kid, you gotta watch what you say there, Stevie. She was right. I do watch it. I don't necessarily edit it. I don't necessarily not say it. Oh, but I do watch it. The reactions that I get. I can see your eyebrows raising when I use the term, the N word that rhymes with bigger. There's nothing racist about it. They call themselves that word. There's no such thing as a black privilege to use a word that they say is offensive only when it comes from a white person. That's a bullshit statement on their part. Another reason why I won't be nationally syndicated. I dare to say bullshit on my program. Oh, I have a filter. It is what they call a variable filter. I know when to not say certain words. I have full and firm command and control of what comes out of my word hole, my mouth. I control what comes out. And because I don't answer to sponsors, because I don't answer to politicians or so-called authority figures, no, I'm not a sovereign citizen. I'm just a guy who knows his rights, knows his limits, knows his boundaries, knows what I can and cannot say on a podcast. And I say it. And if anyone dares to question words or phrases that I use, I simply point to other podcasts which are not censored for using the same and much, much worse language, vulgarity, improper, offensive language as my justification for occasionally saying shit, Taki mushrooms or something to that effect. Anyhow, I digress. The Christmas season is upon us, my Truth Hurts program listeners. And yes, I know that offends the atheists, but I ask you atheists and you agnostics who don't believe in Christ or God or any deity whatsoever, how can you possibly be offended by something you claim does not exist? Think about that logic, my friends. A person who is agnostic or atheist who does not believe in God in any form being offended because someone references God, Jesus, the cross, when they speak or when they display something in public? How can they be offended by something they claim does not exist? It's like me claiming to be offended by, I don't know, Star Trek or Shrek. They don't exist. They're not real. How can I be offended by something that does not exist? That is the argument. Anytime you want to ever have a discussion with an atheist, anyone who ever says, you shouldn't put that Christmas display in the public park because it offends us atheists, how come we, the vast overwhelming majority of people in this country who are not atheist, people who believe in God, how come we can't be offended by atheists, by people who claim there's no God? How can we not be offended by that. How can the government say, well, you know, we probably shouldn't put that Christmas tray or that manger scene in the park. It might offend the atheists. How come we the people can't say we're putting it in the park because the atheists do not have a valid argument. They claim to be offended by something that they claim does not exist. Think about it. So the Christmas season, as I began, is upon us. Yes, I said it, the Christmas season. Not the holiday season, not the winter solstice holiday, not some made up BS, black African American 13% hyphenated holiday called Kwanzaa. Although I did have what I thought would be a great money-making idea a few years back. <laughs> oh yes, I remember like it was yesterday.
3: Hey honey, you know how dumb the American people are in general, right? Heck, they fell for the pet rock in the 1970s, remember that? What a joke mood rings, fidget spinners, remember? They'll fall for anything with the right marketing. Anyway, you're always telling me that I wasted my degree in marketing, but I've got a great idea to get back some of the tax money we've been wasting on welfare and food stamps and other giveaway programs. We've been working our entire lifetimes paying taxes, so I came up with a great idea to get some of that money back. You know how the 13% hyphenated American minority is so concerned with their so-called culture and their made-up so-called holiday called Kwanzaa? Part of their so-called heritage has to do with sugar cane and cotton, right? So I went out and I gathered up a bunch of sugar cane stalks that were left behind in the cane fields. Then I went across the road to a cotton field and gathered up a bunch of the cotton that was left on the ground after the harvest. The farmers were happy that I was taking all their scraps because they don't have to worry about disposing of them. And in the new American spirit of reuse and recycle and renew, I decided to decorate a sugar cane stalk with some cotton, stick it in a pot, and paint it with red, black, and green paint and Mardi Gras beads, and I invented, drum roll, honey, come on, the Kwanzaa cane. Get it? Like a candy cane, only for Kwanzaa. If we could get someone like James Earl Jones or Halle Berry, Samuel L. Jackson, or some famous rap artist to be our spokesperson, and tell a certain group of minority Americans that it's part of their culture and their heritage, we could sell millions of these things and we'll make millions of dollars back from the people who by percentage take most of the resources of our tax dollars. We can finally actually get over. And I know, I know, I'm just some privileged, ball-headed, fat little white guy, but you have a Latino background, and you're a female, so we can put your name on the corporation so we don't appear to be racist. Anything that's ever been made by white folks and sold to black folks is automatically considered racist, but since you're darker-skinned, Kwanzaa canes can be your baby. Oh, baby, we're gonna be rich. I can see these on every front stoop and back porch in the country, in every urban area. It'll be great.
1: Kwanzaa Cane's now on sale online at KwanzaaCane.com. That's KwanzaaCane.com. I am a non-African-American spokesman.
0: You know, my Truth Hurts program listeners, I'm sitting here thinking back to years past, before Joe Biden and Bidenomics destroyed the economy, before all of the massive layoffs, the recession that's actually been here twice and is still looming for the future before we had all of the inflation the strikes you know SAG-AFTRA the writers guild all of these people going on strike something was notably missing this fall and that was the annual pilgrimage for you to watch previews of the upcoming television shows that were supposed to come out but the problem is All the actors and all the writers were on strike. So now all you get is remakes and reruns of shows you've seen over and over and over again. And don't get me wrong, I don't mind watching a rerun now and then, but that's all there has been on network television. So for your listening pleasure, I decided to go ahead and put together what I call this year's fall television lineup. I hope you enjoy
1: From the makers of that police show where cameramen ride with cops to show you a few minor crimes here and there, Thin Blue Line Productions presents Real Police. Ride along with actual body cam footage to see the things that the homies don't show you in those viral online videos. See the real reason that Tyrone got tased, Tawanda got tackled, and Two-Ton Tanya got ticketed. Hear the taunts, the disrespect towards law enforcement, and the ridiculous rants about fake racism. See law enforcement in action, uncensored, unbiased, and unbelievable accusations against the good cops. This
4: fall, Real Police. Brought to you by Thin Blue Line Productions. Hey, but not all cops are good cops. From Long Island, New York to San Francisco, California, and in cities, towns, counties, and states around America, we're going to show you the bad side of policing in America. Bad Cops is a new series that focuses on the bad side of the badge. Watch cops illegally search through people's cars, purses, pockets, and houses, taking what they want. Drugs, guns, money. Watch in amazement as our hidden cameras placed on police uniforms catch bad cops planting evidence just to get the bust. Insulting and assaulting and battering anyone who dares to challenge their authority or question their actions. Follow actual on-duty and off-duty police officers as they break the very laws that they're supposed to enforce and then tell you to mind your effing business when you dare to question their driving, their tactics, or their bad behavior bad cops coming this fall
0: the new series cover-up goes inside America's newsrooms to show you why and how television news agencies deliberately cover up the crimes of Democratic Party politicians all at the same time that they're conspiring to manufacture fake news about conservatives Republicans and true American patriots Listen in on high-level meetings at the major news networks as they conspire with one another and with politicians to steer you into believing whatever lie the deep state wants you to believe. Coin shortage? Murder hornets? COVID? Supply chain interruptions? Manufactured riots? Whether it's the actual riots they covered up in Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis, St. Louis, or elsewhere, calling them peaceful protests, or an actual peaceful protest that they sensationalized to make you think it was an insurrection on January 6th, the mainstream news media is twisting the truth, lauding the lies, and manufacturing fake news to make you think a certain way. Our hidden cameras and hot microphones tell the truth in stunning detail. Cover-up premieres October 2nd, unless the government's
2: censors shut it down. Hi there. Trans is a new series that focuses on the lie of multigenderism. This new series sheds new light on the government's plot to make average, everyday Americans believe that six million years of evolution never happened. This series exposes the fad of gender dysphoria and those who try to convince regular kids that somehow that penis doesn't belong down there or that maybe they should have had one installed. This program exposes thousands of people who were lied to and indoctrinated as children who now regret the permanent disfigurement and the lies of transgenderism. We'll dive deep into the mental illness that is the trans movement and expose the truth about how these mentally ill individuals were tricked into risky, life-altering surgeries that actually destroyed their lives. Trans, coming out in October, for real.
1: And don't think we forgot about sports this fall. This fall, the Transgender Olympics are coming back to a television screen near you. Watch as 260 pound men pretending to be women get into the boxing ring with 95 pound actual females. Warning, this program is not for the faint of heart. Bodies will be destroyed. But you'll be there live to see the carnage, the concussions, the broken bones, and the paralyzing of petite real girls by failed men who pretend to be women. See the hopes and dreams of real women dashed by men pretending to be girls taking first place, shattering world records in women's athletics with an asterisk. Who cares if your actual female daughter worked and trained her whole life to be at the top of her sport? These failed men surely don't care. They're breaking records and breaking the hearts and spirits of real women athletes. And we're all just laughing at the stupidity. The transgender Olympics coming this fall. We really don't think real Americans will want to watch except freaks and sadists, but it's coming this fall. And for those of you who really
0: enjoy those television shows where a queer guy tells straight people that their houses suck, we've got a new twist on an old theme. Tucker Tucks, a biological female pretending to be a man who's transitioning into a lesbian, will go into some of America's heterosexual households and tell normal people that they have no taste. Then Tucker will come on to the husband pretending to be a woman and come on to the wife pretending to be a lesbian. What could possibly go wrong? Tucker Tucks premieres this fall. Nothing will actually get remodeled, except perhaps a few marriages. Tucker Tucks, after the new comedy, That's My Man, this fall. What's a man to do when his man is out
1: with another man? Man, oh man, I guess we'll all find out. Liar, Liar, Liar is a made-for-TV movie about the life and times of America's worst president. No, not Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden. From his plagiarism in Congress to his outright lies as president, not to mention his influence peddling as vice president, we'll take an in-depth look into the Biden crime family. From the cocaine in the White House to the backroom deals, from the bribery and coercion that made Joe Biden a household name, to the current investigations that just don't seem to be progressing. Watch Joe Biden as he transitions from brash, outspoken, racist senator to silent partner vice president to doddering old senile dementia patient pretending to be a president. We'll watch the making of a puppet presidency in disgusting detail, doing what most media outlets are scared to do, showing you the truth. We know we only have one shot at this before we're shut down, but we're willing to take that chance. Liar, liar, liar. Coming this fall.
0: Well, the actual studios wouldn't come forward with a programming lineup that was even remotely entertaining looking to me, so here we are. On an earlier edition of the Truth Hurts program, I told you that the United Nations was going to tell Americans they need to drastically decrease their meat consumption. And to that end, I bought a rack of ribs, two pot roasts, some chicken, some hamburger meat, and some steaks for the old freezer, just in case. Actual Americans decide they want to cut back on meat, and the meat producers actually decide they want to cut back on production. We can only hope that this is not the case. The UN wants a word on what you're having for dinner, and it ain't beef. The Globalist Bodies Food and Agriculture Organization, as we discussed yesterday at the upcoming, or ongoing right now, COP28 environmentalist event, wants you to cut back on meat production. Guess who's not attending? The Pope. Who cares? He's a false Pope. Anyway, President Biden is also not attending. I wonder why. I guess old Joe Biden likes a hamburger steak just as much as the rest of us. In the publication State of the Union, Andy Sanders writes a train overflowing with illegal immigrants from Mexico is barreling towards the US border. There could be tens of thousands more coming up from Guatemala, from Venezuela, from other nations south of our border. And we'll just let them on through because that's Joe Biden's way of doing things. Jeff Clark writes on the Fox News Channel, Biden's standing with young voters gets scathing assessment in the New York Times. Many young Democrats do not like Mr. Biden. It is a clear signal. The New York Times warned its audience that President Biden's deep unpopularity with young voters, even in a potential rematch with Donald Trump, is a clear signal that should trouble Democrats in general and Biden's supporters specifically. New York Times chief political strategist Nate Cohn writes, Virtually every poll shows a close race between Biden and Trump among young voters. To many of our readers and to others, it's a little hard to believe, so hard to believe that it seems to them the polls are just flat out wrong. Cohn added, we see no evidence of that in our polling. The problem for Mr. Biden isn't too few young Democrats. It's that many young Democrats don't like him. He then broke down the numbers on Biden's low approval rating even within the Democrat party. Biden has a 76 to 20 lead among young voters registered as Democrats or who have previously voted in a Democratic primary. That's just a 69-24 lead among young, non-white Democrats. The dissent exists among self-identified Democrats, Democrat leaners, and Biden-20 voters, etc. This is the kind of dissent that is rare but not without precedent in our polling. We've seen it in congressional polls of highly educated suburbs full of Romney-Clinton voters. I've seen it once before, he said, in statewide presidential races. In the final polls in 2016, Trump suddenly surged to obtain 30% of white working class registered Democrats. It was hard to believe then, but it was fairly easy to explain and raises a serious possibility of a Trump win. We can only hope. The border is already a deadly serious situation. Biden's latest request will make it worse. Gropy, dopey mopey Joe Biden is requesting 100 billion with a B in the name of national security. His request fails to address America's number one national security risk, which is a wide open southern border. Both Republicans and Democrats have views on what is needed at the border. Republicans want to simply stop the flood of illegal immigrants. Democrats don't. They want to maybe smooth the flow. Democrats want taxpayer money for sanctuary cities and social services for criminals, for illegal immigrants. Republicans simply want to finish a wall increase funding for Border Patrol agents, and increase security at the southern border. To make, you know, real policy changes? The line in the sand is the Rio Grande, and the national security of our nation starts with border security. The President, the Democrats, and the Senate do not believe this simple truth. When running for President, Biden promised he would surge to the border all those people who are seeking asylum. The surge has now amounted to tens of millions of illegal immigrants and has not slowed down one day since he took office. The U.S.-Mexico border is the most dangerous border crossing on planet Earth. It is a magnet for criminal smugglers, terrorist suspects, and the number of people who die or simply disappear on their way to the border is the equivalent of a mass shooting every single day. The number of people crossing illegally last month alone in October was 241,000 that we caught five to 15 times that many simply got away were not apprehended or even spotted. All in all a staggering 8.4 million illegal aliens have been encountered crossing the border during these first three years of the Biden administration and that number includes nearly 280 on the federal FBI terrorist watch list. This is a national security crisis. Yet Joe Biden and his puppet masters refuse to see just how dire this border disaster created by Biden actually is. By election day next year, a tidal wave of over 10 million illegal, criminal, law-breaking, trespassing invaders will have come to our country through the southern border from all over the world. How many are criminals? How many are terrorists? How many are bringing in the fentanyl that is killing Americans? How many are children being raped and then trafficked for sex? Democrats don't know and Democrats do not care. In fact, Senate Democrats have done absolutely zero about this crisis. Chuckles the clown Schumer, the Senate majority leader has not put a single bill on the floor that would stop or even slow down the flow of illegal immigrants or deadly drugs. Border Patrol agents have told me that the Democrats from the Senate have not even bothered to come to the southern border. The very few Democrats who have even bothered to ask a Border Patrol agent about what's going on focus on immigrant comfort and how quickly they can be released into the nation and begging them to not go to Democrat-run sanctuary cities. Democrats have put forth zero policies to secure our border. They have zero interest in stopping the flood of illegal immigrants. And this is shameful. Now you have to ask why Democrats are allowing this. And the answer, as I've said on the Truth Hurts program time and time again, is quite simple. They want these people to go to states with motor voter ID laws, get a driver's license, and vote Democrat in the next election. I am urging the Texas governor to continue deporting these folks back over the southern border or busing them to so-called sanctuary cities. It is your duty to America, Mr. Abbott. And I support you for all you've done thus far. Folks, we've run out of time for this edition of the Truth Hurts Program. Go out there and make it a wonderful Wednesday and we will see you next time. Bye-bye for now.
1: You are listening to Steve Z and the Truth Hurts Program.
4: Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. This program is pre-recorded.
0: Thank you for listening. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and nautics This program was pre-recorded.